Well, hello there. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. We hope your February is getting off to a great start. If you've been practicing biblical virtue, then I'm sure it's been great. This is Miss Danica and Mr. Johnny. And we're so happy you're listening to the Biblically Centered Kids podcast. This week's virtue says we forgive frequently showing grace and mercy to others and ourselves. Do you know what today is? You guessed right. It's Tuesday. Just kidding. It is Tuesday, but it's actually Old Testament Tuesday. Each Tuesday, we're going to read stories from the Old Testament in the Bible that illustrate that week's biblical family virtue. The Bible is a book given to us from God that tells us all about him. When we, when we read it, we can discover what he's done in the past and then learn what he has to say to us today. So let's get into God's word where we can find absolute truth, godly wisdom, and the unchanging promises of our creator. Today, we are going to learn about a man named Joseph. Joseph had 11 brothers. Oh man, how many siblings do you have? Our story is from the first book of the Bible, Genesis, and Joseph's stories are in chapters 37 through 50. Out of all of his brothers, Joseph was the favorite kid in his family. His dad, Jacob, totally loved him, and he made it super obvious. Joseph was a smart and good-looking dude, a bit like his dad. But here's the thing, Joseph kind of knew he was the favorite. And, well, he was a bit spoiled. Well, Joseph's older brothers weren't so thrilled about how much their father loved him and spoiled him. Joseph had this fancy coat that his dad gave him, and the older brothers were like, Who does this guy think he is? They didn't like him, especially when he started having these dreams where even the sun, the moon, and 11 stars bowed down to him. Talk about dreaming big. One day, Joseph's dad sent him to check on his brothers who were working with their sheep. They were not happy to see him coming, and their anger bubbled up. They decided to toss him into a deep pit, and then they saw a group of traders passing by. One brother, Judah, had an idea. Let's sell Joseph to these guys. And so they did for 20 pieces of silver. Now, the tricky part was what to tell their dad. They took Joseph's fancy coat, dipped it in some goat's blood, and then showed it to their father saying, Look what we found. Is this Joseph's or not? And Jacob, who's Joseph's father, was heartbroken, thinking Joseph got attacked by some wild animal. Well, guess what? Joseph ended up in Egypt as a slave. Not a great turn of events, right? But instead of getting all sad, Joseph decided to be strong and smart. He learned the Egyptian language, adapted to their culture, and ended up running his master's whole household. But then another tough test came. His master's wife tried to get romantic, but Joseph said, nope, not happening. He stayed loyal to his boss, 
followed his conscience and stuck to what he believed was right. But trouble found him anyway. The boss's wife lied about Joseph and got him thrown into jail. Crazy, right? But even in jail, Joseph didn't let it get him down. He gained the trust of the jailer and ended up being in charge of things. Time passed, and one day, the big boss of Egypt, Pharaoh, had two really weird dreams. Okay, so imagine this. In the first dream, seven chubby cows got gobbled up by seven skinny cows. Then in the second dream, seven juicy cobs of corn disappeared into seven wrinkled, sad ones. Pharaoh was totally puzzled and kind of scared. I am so scared. So Pharaoh called in all of the wise folks, the ones who could usually explain dreams to him. But guess what? None of them could figure these out. It was a big mystery. Then someone remembered this guy named Joseph who was in jail. Pharaoh asked Joseph, Hey, can you figure out what these dreams mean? And Joseph answered, Well, not really me, but God can help. I believe that God will tell me, and then I'll share with you a reasonable explanation for those puzzling dreams. Joseph told Pharaoh that the dreams were like a big message from God. He said, Listen up. There are going to be seven awesome years with lots of yummy crops. But after that, there will be seven not so good years with not much food. So let's be smart. We need to build some super cool storage places and save up lots of food during the good years so that when the not so good years come, everyone in Egypt will still have enough to eat. Pharaoh was impressed. So he made Joseph the head of this new food program. That was a big deal. Joseph went from being a prisoner to practically a prince overnight. And the best part, he didn't let all the success go to his head. He knew that it was because of God. So everything happened just as Joseph said. The good years came with lots of yummy crops, but then the not so great years arrived and people in Egypt and nearby places were hungry. In Joseph's old home of Canaan, where his family lived, Things were tough. Their crops were failing, their animals were hungry, and people were facing a serious food shortage. Joseph's brothers, who were simple-minded herdsmen, did not know what to do. Their dad, Jacob, was still a pretty smart and decisive guy. He said, I heard there's food in Egypt. Go there and get some before we all go hungry. So the 10 brothers packed up and went. But Jacob wouldn't let Benjamin, Joseph's younger brother, go with them. He was afraid to lose another favorite son. When the brothers got to Egypt, they had to ask the super important governor for permission to buy food. What they didn't know was that the governor was actually, actually Joseph. Joseph. And he recognized them, obviously remembering what they had done to him and even remembered his dreams about them bowing down to him. Joseph got a little sneaky and played a trick on his brothers to see if they had changed. He pretended to keep Benjamin as a slave and let the others go. But then Judah bravely spoke up and said he would be a slave instead of Benjamin. This was a big change. These brothers, who once did something really mean to Joseph, 
were now willing to do anything to protect their younger brother. Joseph realized they were truly sorry for what they did. So he sent everyone out of the room and revealed the big secret. I'm, I'm Joseph. Joseph. The brothers were shocked and speechless. But Joseph comforted them and he said, don't feel bad. Even though you did something not so nice, God used it to make something good happen. It wasn't just you. It was God working things out. Joseph showed growth and kindness. He forgave his brothers and welcomed them with open arms. He said, let's forget the past and focus on the good things ahead. Bring our dad and everyone else here and we can live together happily. The family was reunited, forgiveness prevailed, and they all lived happily together in Egypt. The big takeaway from Joseph's stories is that no matter what someone has done to you, we have been called to forgive one another. We will go through some tough times, but thankfully God is with us through all of them and will help us get through them and accomplish what he has for us to do. Let's pray. God, please help us develop a heart of forgiveness. Just like Joseph continually reminded himself all about what you had done for him, even when the situation looked tough. Help us to continually be alert for how we can forgive others. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Find some time today to either tell a part or the whole story about Joseph to a sibling or a parent. You could even act it out or try to draw a picture. And don't forget to tell your mom or dad to visit biblicallycentered.com for some free downloads on biblically centered virtue. We're so glad that you joined us today in the Old Testament. Have a great day looking for opportunities to forgive others just like Joseph. Until next time. Thank you.